This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. be cray a woman near vancouver british columbia named bethany coker found a bunch of mud in the driver's side seat of her car last week mm-hmm. which i mean come the, on the now. plot thickens well, shouldn't be a bunch of mud in your car dude uh she had no idea where it came from she usually leaves her car unlocked because it's canada uh she assumed a homeless guy slept in it so uh, she decided to start locking it from now on. Good choice. Steam cleaned the whole seat. Cut to three days later. She went to put something in her car at work and realized someone was hanging out in her trunk. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. And he was naked. <laughs> Give me PC, too. You know uh, the little pass-through that goes from the back seat to the trunk? She saw the dude staring out of it, <laughs> and he said, hey, uh, yeah. What, well, dude? Why are you in my trunk, and are you naked? Yeah. What? It's a rite of passage. To be, uh, how did you get in there? I'm the son of the Pope. Can I put my pants on? Uh, we appreciate that. Yeah, we really appreciate that. What, what did I just listen to? Dude. Because anybody else would have grabbed a baseball bat and started swinging it. Canada, man. What the hell is that? I'm sorry. Did I awaken you? Were you napping? <laughs> May I get you a sandwich? <laughs> Who's that nice little guy in their trunk? <laughs> I don't know. If I had a flamethrower, I would have used it. <laughs> God. Uh, clearly, the dude's got mental issues. Well, yeah, uh, was that an actual... That was actually what happened. That was was when she found him. That's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So uh, she did call 911, grabbed a coworker, called 911. Turned out the guy obviously has issues. He'd been drinking. He thought someone was chasing him, so he climbed in her trunk, and he'd been there for three days. Wow. Um, Bethany says the craziest part was she realized she'd been driving around with him while she was, like, running errands for the past three days. He never made a peep. (laughs) A rite of passage. Uh, not what I was expecting him to say. Well, you know, it ended nicely. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't uh, do anything weird to her, and she didn't beat him to death. You know, it ended uh, well as it could have. Yeah, and he's getting the help he needs because it's Canada, not America. Whoa. If it was America, we'd just uh, book him and then set him free. <laughs> you know, dance, trunk monkey. There's nothing we could do until he's super violent <laughs> against somebody. Uh, we have a three strikes, uh, three trunks, and uh, <laughs> strike. Tr- three. Str- what am I trying to say? I don't know. I three, think three trunk strikes, and you're out. <laughs> I get. Why is, I, why is, why is the tree, why is tree good? good? Why is sunset good? Why are boobs good? Unreal. Finally, the the uh, 
Absolute definition of junk in the trunk. Right. <laughs> A muddy, naked dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you heard something bouncing around in your trunk or you heard something knocking or something didn't sound right, wouldn't you open the trunk with a, a rock or something in your hand? Well, yeah, but she didn't hear anything begging around. A, that was the whole thing. There's an evil spirit in my trunk. I got to exercise my demon. That was like the other day my buddy called me, and I was in my car, and so whatever, I had my Android auto set up. And he goes, uh, am I on speaker? And I said, yeah. And he goes, are you alone in the car? And I said, well, I hope so. I haven't really checked. <laughs> Jesus, now I'm paranoid. Right. After that story. <laughs> after that story. Uh, all right, that's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. Play that again once. Okay. Play that again. Why are you in my trunk and are you naked? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's a rite of passage. To be, uh, how did you get in there? Dude. I'm the son of the Pope. Can I put my pants on? Uh, we appreciate that. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Oh, there was a dude there. She had backup. Uh, yeah, that was the officers. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wouldn't it be weird if they somehow fell in love and were married yeah i'd be like well both of them got issues now (laughs) that would be really weird the housing it's so hard to buy a house people just camping out in trunks tell me the story of how you two met (laughs) well i had an episode dumbing down your smartphone one podcast at a time Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Do you know what the date is today? February 7th. It is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Fettuccine Alfredo Day. What? You've got to be joking. Why would I joke about that? I'd, I'd never joke about this. It actually is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. We should celebrate. Do something. How should we celebrate? We're totally making Fettuccine Alfredo. Breakfast of champions. Breakfast of champions. Yeah, and then I realized I'm not good at making Fettuccine Alfredo. A happy National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. It's showtime. Time to carbo load. Well, Carbo and everything else load. Pass that. Pass the bucket of Alfredo. Uh, uh, <laughs> one of my friends recently made homemade Alfredo sauce. And she, was, she goes, I did not know what was in Alfredo sauce. And I, did, I was like, yeah. I didn't know there was rum in Alfredo sauce. This is terrific. You know what's in Alfredo sauce? Um, uh, Tell me. Butter, cream, and cheese. <laughs> Spectacular. Right? Why do you think it tastes so amazing? Hold the Alfredo. Pass the sauce. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I want to smear that on everything. Right. <laughs> yes. And that is the mystery as to why Alfredo sauce tastes oh, incredible. Oh, God. That sounds so good. That uh, really sounds good to I me. I know, dude. Right? I think I'm going uh, to treat my lady to some Alfredo. Uh, quick plug here. <phone rings> Profile by Sanford has uh, profile-friendly fettuccine <gasps> Alfredo. So when you're in the mood for something like that, but don't want the 900 calories in a cup of sauce. I'm going to get fancy and skip mac and cheese and make some Alfredo. Uh, that is fancy. I'm excited. I can't even tell you the last time I had real Alfredo. Why, why don't they make a, uh, maybe they do. Well, you could do your mac and cheese in it and uh, slap open a jar of sauce, Alfredo sauce. Yeah, it's America. Do whatever the hell you want. Mm. 
They do make uh, lower fat versions, but they don't taste as good mm-hmm. because it's made out of all fat. So, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> three sticks of butter. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds so good right now. Everything, uh, everything sounds good. Right I now. bet, yeah. Oh, is, yeah. The, is the hangover coming there, bud? So, uh, it's, the shakes are slowly starting to subside. Good. The ticks and grimaces begin very early in the morning. Things are yeah, things are going well. Oh. That does sound amazing. I just got excited. I hit my jackpot last night and Yeah. And uh we were getting ready to quit. Then we hit uh we hit our jackpot and then we ramped up again. That's what you gotta, happened. You gotta celebrate. Right. Ay, 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 ay. Um, all right. Need uh, a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a AA sponsor or like a, a money sponsor? Both. Okay. A Home Depot employee in Tempe, Arizona, admitted to swapping out nearly $400,000 in real money Oof. with fake bills that he bought on the Amazon machine. God, how long can you get away with that for? Cha-ching. His name is Adrian Panetta, and he was a vault associate at the store. So he was in charge of counting the money and taking it to the bank. But over the past four years, he's been swapping in counterfeit money. <laughs> Adrian bought the fake money on Amazon, pack 100 uh, fake $100 bills, cost nine, du- nine bucks. Nine ducks? That would be weird. Nine ducks. What if you had to do your Amazon purchases with ducks? You're like, all right, Bezos, my ducks are in the mail. Uh, he bought more than 3,700 fake $100 bills in 22 different orders over the past few years, mm-hmm. totaling $371,000 in fake money. Wow, that's ballsy. Obviously, the bank wasn't fooled. Serial number on the bills actually said, play money. <laughs> Got the Hollywood money. It actually said, you can see it in the movies. Right. You can see the, the script on, yeah. the, on the bills. You can always tell the fakes. It's unclear how long they were onto, the, onto him. I bet you, I mean... What, what, do you, just, what do you think the first two that come in with with counterfeit bills, they'd be on to them after that? Home Depot has video of him making the swap 16 times. Wow. So he was arrested last week. I can't believe it got past the cashier. Oh, well, no. It was real when it got, okay, in the vault. He switched it out. Yeah. Wow. He admitted to stealing the money, and he was like, I'll pay it all back. So by the time it left Home Depot, it was so far down the line, it went through so many hands, that it was like three different locations away from Home Depot that he, you could blame anybody. At that no. Point. No? He went from the Home Depot mm-hmm. to the bank. Right. Oh, to the vault at the bank. Right. He's the only, he's the oh, keeper. Oh, wow, the keeper. So uh, he's also looking at up to 20 years in prison because they don't really well, uh, mess around with that. Why wouldn't you uh, just do one big heist and take it all at once and leave the country? I, I, those feel like better odds than. Well, I mean, but one. So if you're de- making the deposit from one Home Depot store to the bank, mm. how much is in that deposit? Yeah, I don't. Because I'm willing to bet most people at Home Depot aren't paying with cash. Right? You yeah. usually put that on your card. Well, what's your end game? Uh, to leave the country? Uh, how much do you need? Going to Mexico? Skim enough to buy a house in Cancun? What's your end game? I don't know. I mean, he had $400,000. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. Uh, 
There's no way you're getting away with that. No. And like everything, you're in Home Depot. They're going to install cameras. <laughs> they have them right there at the store. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. All, you, I, all they had to do was follow the deposit back to the store and figure out what's, you know, it was his store. Now, oh, very strange. Yeah. I don't think he thought it through that much. But it's how, it seems like they always try to get away with too much. Mm-hmm, sure. And, uh, God, how much does a store make? How much does a Home Depot make in a year? But en- enough to skim 400000 In cash, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. I mean, that was over four years. You right? think that if they found one fake bill, they would shut it all down and investigate everybody. But the one fake bill could have been taken by a cashier yeah. from somebody there. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah, that's what so, he was saying, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, buddy. Ugh. God. Man, I feel like everybody's trying to skim off the top. I, it's just, it seems to me like every step of the, of the, uh, of, of, of cash movement and handling is under constant surveillance. Right. You'd think so. Everywhere. Everyone. But the blind spot was in the vault. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It probably had it just sitting around this house. It was probably sitting on the bundled up, sitting on the kitchen counter. Well, and he's like, I'm going to pay it all back. How? Have you not spent that money? You're going to find $370,000 somewhere to pay him back? I want to know what he was spending the money on. You know, was he buying sports cars and whatever? Your Home Depot job don't pay that much. I know that. Yeah, the, those fake bills. God, they're so obvious too. That I don't. I don't know. Maybe uh, loss prevention. I'll tell you, man. It's why Walmart's got eight people watching the door and not working the cashier. Self checkout. Working the checkout. Yeah. You know. Well, most of the the theft comes from within, though. Right. Inside job. Well, at least he didn't try to make a billion-dollar bill and try to cash it. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. All right, uh, everybody loves Bill Murray. You don't love Bill Murray? Then uh, I guess I was going to tell you to eat ass, but I'm not supposed (laughs) to do that anymore. KC2. Bill Murray going viral. On social media, after making a no-look putt at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am on Saturday. Oh, boy. He's won that before, by the way. Then he tossed his club to the side, like Carl Spackler. He owned it. I didn't see it. I got to check this out. How long was the putt? Uh, Above the Twitter machine, I'm looking. No-look putt. Boom. Yeah. And we unfortunately cannot. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, five, six feet. And he turned his back to it. It's in the hole. Uh, they won't let us air the audio of it because stupid. Oh, maybe I have it. But uh, okay, I have it here. It's going, go on. Of course, it's going. Uh, of course, it is. Oh, I think he did it backwards. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, hang on. Somebody's gonna always makes oh, a highlight for us. Watch this. You watch this. Go on. Go on. Oh, that's ridiculous. Of course, it is. Boom. <laughs> Isn't that insane? 
<laughs> the legend grows. Cup toss gets me every time. Uh, so he uh, uh, he uh, reverse putted. No look. That's impressive. That's a six foot putt. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. That was pretty damn good. But he used to be like a seven handicap. He used to be a great golfer. I know he is a great golfer. He looks a little stiff these days walking around Pebble, but uh, you know he's still Bill beloved, as always. Yeah. Kyle Speckler, special. Uh, many people's only connection to golf. <laughs> Carl Spackler. <laughs> <laughs> Don't overthink it, man. It's right. in, it's in the hole. That's all you gotta have. And that's okay. It's okay. Uh, have you I didn't even, who won that tournament, by the way? Oh, yeah. Don't don't leave me hanging. I didn't know anybody. Cared. I know Cantlay was up there and Spieth was charging, and then I got drunk. Uh, Tom Hoge. Tom Hoge. How's that? Some white dude, I assume. <laughs> that is. Very st- stereotypical of you making brash statements. Well, I'm just going on percentages. They're the biggest uh, golfer in the world is a black gentleman. Right, but how many total? Oh, well. You know uh, what I'm, saying? I'm just going on percentages. Uh, well, you it's got uh, VJ, you got VJ, the Hindu hitman. You got, uh, uh, who's that one guy? There's, uh, there's mm-hmm. a new guy. <laughs> you can name all the people that aren't white. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Okay. I don't understand. That means there aren't a lot. I don't understand things. I it's don't, okay. I don't know. I'm just playing the percentages, man. It will not get. We'll not get into this conversation with you. Too late. Golf. Look, a lot of people don't want to put the time and the work in for golf. Let's just leave it there. With anything, it's tough. They don't want to for put anybody. the work in for, for anything. Right. 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 And uh, golf is started uh, at a young age, and it's perfected in high school and college. Surprised you're not sleeping yet. And uh, wow. from college is the is the is the uh, we see the stage is set um, that separates the, the, the men from the boys, and it's a great springboard into the PGA. So I don't, you know, if you want to go along economic lines, you could do that. Certainly, yes, I would think. You didn't hear a word I said, did you? Are we done? <laughs> Is that over now? <laughs> I, did I just mansplain off to you? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm in this weird haze right now. I'm talking, but I, I have n- no idea what I'm saying. It's really weird. The mouth is moving. That's great. I'm just going to sit here and see what you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just... A little primer for you on golf, oh, uh, but uh, certainly there are um, great opportunities for everybody in golf. Great programs. First tee is a great program. Tiger's first tee program is really good. Get a lot of kids economically challenged in the golf. No, there's, it's changing. Let me put it that way. Yeah, sure. It's changing. So, are we are we good? Yeah. Uh, and for the record, he's white. Who? The guy that won, Tom Hodge. That what this whole conversation is about. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hoge. Yeah, what's going on? Who is he? Anybody care who Tom Hoge is? No. Uh, he won by beat uh, Jordan Spieth by two strokes to win his first golf event since 2011. That's how hard it is to win. Mm-hmm. 
All right, dude. Okay. Um, Hogue. A study found the grossest sounding words in the English language. Oh. I don't know how you feel about any of these. None of these bother me. Okay. Grossest words. Um, number 10 on the list is curd. And how dare you? Curd? Under what? Whose definition is that dirty? Someone looked at different polls on gross-sounding words and came up with a master list of the grossest-sounding words in the English language. Okay. Clearly, people that don't live in Wisconsin picked curd. <laughs> curd. Uh, number nine on the list, putrid. Number eight, ooze. Number seven, mucus. Mucus. <laughs> number six, fester. Well, that's smegma. Close. Number five, splooge. Oh, uh, splooge. Splooge. Number four, everybody knows this one. Moist. <laughs> it's not bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See what? I got tissues over there. I'm good. Uh, seepage, number three oh, on the yeah. list of uh, grossest words. Yeah, that's a good one. Phlegm. Yeah. And number one on the list. What do you think the grossest word? Of all time? Or this just this year? Um, of all time. Uh, what's it start with? A P. I was just using my a lot of time. I know you were. Postule. No. I don't know if that's a word. Pus. Oh, pus. God dang it. I think I was close. <laughs> I think the postule is what the pus comes uh, from. From the postule area. I don't know what a postule postule. Is. postule. 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 I don't know what a postule is either. I don't either. I looked it up and... Uh... <sighs> Those are pretty good words. Those are pretty good, gross-sounding words. Let's see. Uh, pus. Yep. Never try to spell pussy. What about uh, gunt? Not on the list, because I think we're like the only four people that say it. <laughs> Man. That's what's happening when you, when, you eat, when you do too much of that curd word. You get the gunt. You get the gunt. You get the gunt. Jeez, I feel... Like 51% like I shouldn't even be saying that word. Remember we did the gunt hunt? <laughs> All right, that's enough out of you. That was another radio station. We didn't, we didn't do that. Did we do that? Yes, we did. The gunt hunt. You had to submit photos of oh, your gunt. Oh, oh. Man, must have been a slow month. It was around Easter time. Oh, no. Yeah. Did we get a winner? Yeah, we did. The gunt hunt. Miss Gunt 2022. <laughs> Yeah. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Skin sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from Chicago, Mr. Skin. Here's my boy. You my boy.
Hey, uh, Mr. Skin, uh, awkward yes, opening. Johnny. Very awkward that opening. That was really weird. Very <laughs> awkward opening. Hey, uh, I, fe- I so we were sitting here talking about Pam and Tommy, the Pam and Tommy show on uh, what yeah. was it, the Hulu. Hulu, on the Hulus. You know, Hulu. you know, uh, I started thinking there's like a whole generation of, of people out there that probably doesn't even know what a Pam Anderson was. So it's it's right. good that we're we're educating on the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, it's um that's a Hulu thing. I've been talking to you a little about it in anticipation. They they streamed the first three episodes, and uh, oh boy, that episode two was good. Um, but it's the story behind the making, stealing, and um, I guess marketing of the very first, and probably still the most famous celebrity sex tape uh, ever sold on mm-hmm. the internet, mm-hmm. and. Um, What's it, this is really crazy because I was thinking, I can't remember a time this has happened. I'm, I'm sure it has, but I, it's not coming to me where. So Lily James plays Pam Anderson. She's British. She's all natural, you know, beautiful, like C-cup breasts, uh, uh, you know, good, really good looking. She was in Downton Abbey. She's been nude before, so we've seen her naked in a, a movie called The Exception in 2016. But what they did, because she's playing Pam Anderson, they put on these like prosthetic bolt-ons, you know. So, in other words, like she has breasts over her great breast, like she has fake breasts over her great breasts, which is really <laughs> weird because she didn't quite live up. Well, because Pam Anderson had fake breasts in the video, which yeah. is it's cool that they're trying to be realistic. But it's just weird that you have real great breasts, but for the movie they had to put on prosthetic breasts. It's just weird. You're just you know? not pretty enough. Put these on. We're going. Inflate them up to 35 psi. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just weird. But the nudity in the second episode. Yeah, that's is what great. I hear. Um, yeah. It's going to be eight episodes, but the um, it's it's actually pretty good. Like because Nick Offerman's in it, he's really good. Oh yeah. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay um, is in it. Uh, Seth Rogen, who he's kind of a surprise in this because he doesn't do much to be funny, but he's um, he's he's actually really good and. Uh, uh, you know, he's one of the, the people involved with stealing the tape. And um, uh, Sebastian Stan plays Tommy Lee. And, I mean, you're right about, like, maybe younger people. Like, you got to understand, like, when this tape hit the streets in, like, what, 96, 97, like, it was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was so hard to find because people didn't really know how to navigate the Internet and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, um, I... A little story, when I was working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange at the time before I'd started Mr. Skin, someone that worked for me, one of our runners at the pit, had um, access to the Internet. And he, we were talking, and he said he found a place where he could buy the tape. And he bought the tape. Now, you got to understand, again, like, what, 10% of the world was on the Internet back then? So he buys the tape, and then him and I... Um, put together two uh, videotape machines, and we made 500 copies of the tape, and I sold them on the floor of the Chicago Mercantile Exchange for 25 bucks a crack. It was like the great, it was my first, no pun intended, it was my first, um, like, Mr. Skinnish type of thing, and all the traders at the floor of the exchange um, had access to the tape because of us uh and then eventually it became a lot easier to find it but at that time it was very very difficult but so i have a lot of uh memories of this and it's kind of cool to see uh this on hulu so they're advertising the crap out of it but the second episode is the one you want to check out no question about it
And did you make a cheesy little cover for it, or uh, or, or, or did you just? <laughs> no, I you know, just it was like top secret. It was it was in a paper bag, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was it was cool. I'll never forget the. I mean, we could not sell those things, and we couldn't like. I, I couldn't make like thirty at a time. It had to be. You had, it was like the tape had to play mm-hmm. for whatever it was, fifty-seven minutes, and then you know, then you had to take the tape out and start it over and do it again. And um, it was just a process, but we did it and made a lot of money. So uh, the I, men, I, I cut him in. I cut him in. The men who built America. Yeah, isn't talking that a, to a, isn't that a great. Yeah, I really uh, lift, lifted myself up from the boob straps, right? Yeah. So uh, anyway, last but not least, uh, over the weekend, it, it, over the weekend, it was National Shower with a Friend Day, and I know you know the answer to this, but. Um, we did a little thing on the greatest group shower scenes of all time. So if you are ever at a party and someone says, what's the greatest group shower scene ever? Um, in, in modern days, I got to say the Sarah Silverman one from about eight years ago, Take This Waltz, where her, Michelle Williams, and this Jennifer Podemski are in the shower was pretty shocking from the standpoint of it being, you know, first and foremost, Sarah Silverman, full frontal, Michelle Williams, full frontal. So that was like, a modern day version of one of the great group shower scenes, but Johnny, yes, what what's the greatest group shower? Oh, scene of uh, all that'd time? be that'd be uh, uh, that'd be in the shower with, with uh, in 1982. 1982. Uh, remember they're looking through. They're looking. Yeah, Porky's got to be uh, the boys, right. Yeah, the boys are looking through the peephole, and then uh, it's it's just iconic movie moment with all the girls. The guys are spying, and then Blubber McNeil gets in the way of <laughs> gets in the way. And uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the character, but uh, he's trying to see, and Blubber McNeil blocks him, and he yells, "Get out of the way, fat ass!" And then all the girls nice. know they're spying. Nice. It's a it's a legendary moment. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, let's it, try to remember the names. Pee Wee Meat. Oh God, yeah, Pee Wee. Pee Wee was his Pee-wee, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pee Wee, and then Meat, and all the boys. But yeah, Pee Wee yells at. But right before that, they go when they're first looking. The famous line: "Oh man, enough." Old and knit a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, those were the days. The, yeah, the if days. you've never seen Porky, and then it was Miss Ballbreaker, right? Wasn't she the, yeah, the, the, the uh, gym coach? Ball, yeah, Miss Ballbreaker. Ball break? yeah, ball, yeah, that's one of the great scenes um, when she says. When, the, one of the great scenes is when she's telling the principal she can identify the penis, and she's got yeah. the guys. She's got the guys in the room, and I don't want to give it away, but go watch that movie. It it, it really stands up as a funny movie. Yeah, it's a legendary scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and even Kim Cattrall was in that. Uh, right. She was the one that was screaming real loud, uh, having sex. And and Webster's mom, uh, Susan Clark, you know the television show mm-hmm. Webster. She was married to Alex Karras on the show. Um, she would played a prostitute in that. So it's just like got a lot of cool um, things in there. So anyway, God, I'm just, Porky's, everyone go see it. I'm just yeah. really excited uh, uh, about calling my friend Doug and telling him it's uh, National Shower with a Friend Day. He's going to love that. <laughs> Oh, you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah that was over the weekend, but you could still yeah. uh, you could still belatedly uh, have fun right. with Yeah. That. I got a coupon. I'll give him a call. All right, man. Nice. We'll talk <laughs> to you. See you at the All right, guys, take care. All right, see you later. All right, Mr. Skin. Skin.com.
If you want to follow along. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Um, okay, uh, guy named Adam Castle got stopped by the police last Monday in Richmond, Kentucky, and he knew he was in trouble. He recently failed to show up to court for drug trafficking charges, so he knew he had a couple warrants out, right? So he's like, well, I'm going to give the cops a fake name. He claimed his name was Stephen Clemens, so they ran that through their system. And at first he was like, aha, I've tricked him. But they ended up arresting him anyway. Because it turned out some guy named Stephen Clemens also <laughs> had a warrant out for his arrest. You just randomly pick that name. Right. And it's somebody with a warrant. Awesome. The guy's murdered 32 people right. over, over 10 states. Uh, Adam fessed up. Shoot on sight. While they were driving him to jail, he told him what his real name was, listed the charges they should actually be arresting him for. Yeah. So now he's facing his original charges, plus a few new ones. For identity theft and giving cops a fake name. That's outstanding. Bad decisions. Welcome to karma, asshole. Oh, I know. Totally. Um, and then a new flaming Hot Cool Ranch taco might be on the way to T-Bell this week. How was T-Bell for you? $28.51. Yeah. That was last night? Oh, yeah. No wonder why you're having some distress. <laughs> $28 a Taco Bell will do it. I had... Uh, I can't remember the little burrito I got. It was super good. Uh, uh, oh, it was a weird one. Never had it before. It was terrific, though. Did you get the Chris Melchie thing? I got uh, I got two crunch wraps, four soft tacos, and two of those burrito things. Yeah, dude, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yes. Support your co-host. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, I'm glad you made it don't, in. Don't knock him down. Build him up. <laughs> I, just, I just texted Christy. I said, I am breaking up with Taco Bell for a month. <laughs> Christy, I've never felt worse. Yeah. We, <laughs> no offense to Taco Bell. We just were starving. We didn't eat all day. Yeah. And then uh, after a couple of bloodies of Bronco Billies, it was onto the casino. Well, so I think. We, skip, we skipped. We drank our lunch. That was the problem. Yeah. Well, in the days leading up to it. And hello to Bronco Billy. So my crew up there. I love those guys. So it's just the perfect combination. Love that bar. Um, anyway, uh, T-Bell added a regular Cool Ranch taco a few years ago and then dropped it at most locations in 2019. Flaming hot aspect is what makes this one unique. Supreme version, which is uh, tomatoes and sour cream on there. That's what's yep. As well as a cheesy gordita crunch version that comes with the flaming hot Cool Ranch shell. That sounds fantastic. Well, not for you, because you just broke up with them. Well, uh, I'm thinking about them, but uh, let's take a little time out. Uh, um, yeah, well, she had uh, the Doritos uh, Taco Loco thing. Yeah. A winner, dude. Oh, yeah. Just a winner. Totally. That's one of the greatest mashups in the history of mankind. I don't care. I don't care who you are. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up. With Johnny and D, JJO. Oh, we have a whole newscast of assholes. Francis Bourne, Carcopola. I need a new crib to hold my plaques. Rick Rouse, it tell me that. So I'll be all up and go and sat like D. Try to hold me back. D. 
try to hold me back. I'm just trying to protect my stat. Mitt Romney don't pay no tax. Mitt Romney don't pay no tax. Yeah, what he said. Mitt Romney don't pay no tax. Kanye, or I'm sorry, yay, is again lashing out at Kim Carr amid a public feud about their daughter North's presence on TikTok. Oh, no, what have I missed? <laughs> Uh, well, the 44-year-old took to Instagram on Sunday to share screenshots of an alleged text message conversation <gasps> with Kim Carr's unnamed cousin, showing support over his displeasure of North 8 being on TikTok without his consent. What are you doing sharing screenshots during your very public breakup? Mm. You're 44 years old! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, went on from that. Um, he accused her of saying that, oh, Kim said I put a hit out on her and then didn't elaborate on it, which is weird. That's an interesting accusation. Well, yeah. Now, let's not forget. How can I? There is a. There's shades of extreme mental illness there. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. He's not doing himself any favors. I'm going to tell you that much. Well, he, well, and they are my favorite thing to gossip about these days. Well, what does he hope to accomplish by being with that girl he's with, who's the new girl? Julia. Julia, for sure. What's up with that? Just to drive her, make her jealous? So she would, so, so that that's, if you're Julia, you got to feel like, uh, like, she, you're not going to be around very long. She doesn't care. Oh, okay, gotcha. She's getting free stuff. The exposure she's getting. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And she's an actress? Um, She's modeled. She's done all kinds of... She's weird, artsy. Okay. Kind of... I don't know if she's an actress or what. Hmm. Um, but there she is. So now it's Yee and Julia versus Kim. Julie Yee. Is that what they're calling? That's a, no, I don't know. No. Um, all right, and then... Well, I don't... <laughs> I don't know who to root for in that situation. No, it's a... I feel weird that I'm on a Kim Kardashian's side. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> she starts freeing people from prison that are wrongly there, and I'm right. like, oh, I See? gotta like her now. It's coming around. Uh, the grunge versus hair metal beef continues to rage. I'm, I'm, gonna get you, I'm gonna get you some scrims for your birthday. Some scrims? Yeah. The fancy pantyhose. Scrims are what you hang up on a stage, like a banner. Oh, what does she make? She makes like spanks. Oh, is that what they are? No, they're different than that, but they're like it. Okay. You want some of those? I'll get you some. No. No. I don't even know what they are. I just thought women wanted them. I don't like, know. Like, like you could say to me, do you want some golf balls? I'm like, yes, please. And I, I wouldn't even care what brand they are. They're just golf balls. Yeah, but I can ask another dude, and he'd be like, no, why would I want golf balls? Yeah, but he's not much fun. He's not a fun guy. Neither are people that wear those things that you're trying to sell. I'm not, I, I'm not selling them. <laughs> I just wanted to check your level of excitement there. Didn't, not very good. In a recent interview, Pearl Jam from and Eddie Vedder recalled one of his old gigs at a club in the 80s, during which he would often work shows by metal bands he despised. <laughs> I ended up being at shows that I wouldn't have chosen to go to. Oh, no. Yes. Is this a cat fight we don't need? It, uh, it certainly oh, is. Great. Really? <laughs> 
really old guys with flabby skin, <laughs> flabby tattoos, yelling. Arguing about stuff that happened 40 years ago. Oh, no. Um, anyway, I ended up being intro that, uh, that I wouldn't have chosen to go to. Bands that monopolize late 80s MTV. The metal bands that I'm trying to be nice, I despised. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's being nice. Girls, 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 and Motley Crue, F you. I hated it. I hated how it made fellas look. I hated how it made the women look. It felt so vacant. On Friday, Nikki Six. Nikki Six. He couldn't just let it go. He had to respond. Calling Pearl Jam one of the most boring bands in history. <laughs> well, I don't know if boring's the right word. I don't think it's boring. Uh... The worst I can say about Pearl Jam. What's the worst I can say? I don't know. I Pearl Jam got some great tunes. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. They rock pretty good. Well, it's hard to argue that one of those bands well, is more valid about, than the other. Well, one. they sing about two different subject matter. Right. They're that one. One is focused on the JJ, and the other one's on issues. Right. <laughs> Personal issues. Right. The only issue Tommy Lee had was personal. Well, you had we getting enough for JJ. Right. Right? Totally. Uh, weird argument. All right. Uh, uh, why can't you like, why can't you just be cool and rock out? Dude, I don't know why people can't be cool. If I knew the answer to that. So, so Nikki probably calls Pearl Jam uh, a boring, uh, well, he doesn't like the material, clearly. Right, well. And they uh, did a pretty good job uh, outselling Motley Crue. There is jealousy there. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. And I mean, I'm just going to say this. At least Pearl Jam can play a whole set. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's a low. Why do you you got to? Let's boost them up. I mean, if I had to pick, if I had to pick a band on an island with my sushi, because I pick sushi over pizza, I would pick Motley Crue. <laughs> no. See, that's where you and I are two very different You're people. You're going to pick the do- domestic abuse god, Tommy Lee. Well, what if I make it weird and say I like both bands? fat, hungry guy yeah. who's going to eat you at the first opportunity. <laughs> Mick Mars, who can't move and help you with anything. <laughs> And and then uh, Nikki Six, who's just going to stand around and tell you what you're doing wrong. No way. We have an announcement. It's time. It's 9.01. Do we need a special? We should put a poll out there. Pearl Jammer, Molly Crew. Settle this We do not need to make a decision. Let's sell this. I enjoy both bands. But if I go on, if I'm trapped in a desert island, I want the younger people and the more fit people. To be helping me build shelter. Well, no, you're, they're not on the island. You're taking their music. Oh. What the hell? I thought I was on the island with a band. <laughs> Tommy Lee r- running around in a little G-string. I know. All day, <laughs> building a canoe. Just trying to bore whores out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we need to find shelter or we're going to die. It's like, hold on, I got to stick this in here. Uh, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. With Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.